Blog Talk Radio. In order to be free, you have to know the truth. Pastor Lionel Gant seeks to use the truth of God's word to help stop the tide of violence and mass incarceration used to enslave people all across this nation. Now, the word of truth by Pastor Lionel Gant. I am looking for freedom, looking for freedom, and Glory to God, glory to God. This is Pastor Lionel Gant coming to you live from Atlanta, Georgia. And once again, we're coming to you with nothing but the whole truth. Look, America America is facing the judgment of God. You know, I I've explained to you that 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 for that in, in seventeen nineteen we began uh, the the first four hundred years of our uh, slavery here, the first uh, 400 years of our uh, punishment that God described to us in the book of Genesis, the 15th chapter, uh, the 13th and 14th verse. We're going to be talking about that all year long until you get to, until you get this revelation in your head to what God is doing in the body of Christ. I'm going to keep repeating it. I'm going to keep taking you back to Genesis 15, 13, and 14 so that you can see that God had already prophesied that because of our disobedience as a nation of people that we were going to go into captivity for 400 years in a strange land, in a land not our own. And in that 400 years, we was going to suffer persecution. We was going to suffer all the things that uh, that have befallen us in America, and 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 now you know as of August 2019, that marks the end of the 400 years, and now we're seeing the, that that the judgment of God is coming upon the people that in, that enslaved us, the people that judged us, the people that that uh, mistreated us. Now God is getting His justice upon them. So. So I'm asking you right now, according to the word of God, the Bible says, come ye out from among them and be ye separate. There's no use in you trying to be attached to America because America is the land that you, that you, that, that you was afflicted in. It's time for you to come out. It's time for you to change your mindset. You are the nation of Israel, not those people that's over there in the land of Israel, you are the children of the Most High God. And right now, as we explained to you last Saturday, that on the Sabbath day we explained to you that, that out of the book of, of Nehemiah, the 8th chapter, we explained to you that God was doing a gathering, that God was gathering his people from the north, from the south, from the east, from the west. We're talking about from Haiti. We're talking about from Jamaica. We're talking about the Republic of Panama. We're talking about... Every place where God's people have been scattered, God is gathering his people. And it's time for us to come out of our ignorance. It's time for us to stop playing church, and it's time for us to become a nation, a nation of people once again. All right, this is the whole truth, nothing but the truth radio broadcast. Pastor Lionel Gant coming to you live. And uh, I'm going to open this up with prayer, but first I'm going to introduce uh, my co-host that's on the line with us. Uh, 
my co-host, can you come in, introduce yourself, and um, and uh, let's. I mean, let's start off with prayer. You go ahead and pray, and then I'll pray. I'll join you in prayer afterwards. Hey, good morning, everybody. Hi, it's Denisha from Detroit, Michigan. Thank you, Pastor Dan, for having me on again. I really appreciate it. Great topic and great scriptures we're going to read today. Amen. So I'm barring my head and I'm asking God that he would stretch his hands out, his arms out about us, protect us, pull us in, give us an opening of our mind and our spirit to be able to discern the messages that he will give us through Pastor Gant and through those that are around us as that we start thinking in a proactive stance to protect ourselves because hard times is definitely upon us. So I ask that you, that God continue to protect and strengthen Pastor Gant and his services and the duties that he has given him to enlighten us, to educate us, and I ask that we be protective of him in all things and be supportive. In the name of our his son, Yeshua HaMashiach, the black lion of Judah. Amen. Amen. Glory to God. Father God, we come before you right now in the name of Jesus Christ. Father God, we come right now breaking every shackle. Father God, we come breaking every yoke. Right now, Father God, we're asking that you move by your power. We're asking that you move by your might, that you move in your authority, O Heavenly Father. Move right now on the nation of Israel. Move on the nation of your people, Lord. Move on America. Move on our hearts. Move on our minds. Move on our beings, Lord, that we may see you and understand who you are. Father God, we give you all the honor. Father God, we give you all the glory. We ask that you take this broadcast and disseminate it throughout the nation, throughout the world, Lord, that they may hear your word and be converted. Father God, we give you all the honor. Father God, we give you all the glory. Father God, we give you all the praise. In the name of Yahshua, your son, our Lord and Savior, Jesus Christ, we pray. Amen. And thank God. Hey, hey, y'all, this is, this is an incredible time to be living in. We're living, we're living in the days where we're going to see the glory of God, where we're going to see the judgment of all of those nations that judged us. God right now is judging them. Uh, okay, if you go back in your Bible right now, in, uh, in the book of Genesis, the 15th chapter, the 13th and the 14th verse, and I'm just going to flip back there right quick. And I just want to read that to you before we, before we go on with our study for today. I want you all, I want you all to, to get that scripture in your spirit. I want you to understand that we are literally walking in Bible prophecy right now today, and that everything that you see that's happening right now, it was prophesied that these things were going to come to pass. Right now I'm in the book of Genesis. I'm in the 15th chapter of the book of Genesis, and I'm coming over to the, uh, to the, 13th, to the 13th verse. And it says, Then said he to Abram, Then said God to Abram, No, certainly, that your descendants will be strangers in a land that is not theirs and will serve them 
and they will flick them 400 years. Okay? Now, there's only one group of people in the world that, that, has, that has went through that, and that is black America. And also, the nation whom they serve will I judge. Afterwards, they shall come out with great possession. Meaning that, meaning that for 400 years we were going to suffer under the hands of our oppressors. But at the end of that oppression, God was going to deliver us after that 400 years. Now, history will teach you that the first slave ship, I don't care what happened in, in, in Jamaica. I don't care what happened in uh, Central America and, and uh, in, these other, in these other islands and other countries. No, I'm not talking about them. I'm talking about Virginia. I'm talking about North America. The first slave ship came to America in, in, in August of 1719. All right. That means that the end of 400 years would be August 2019. And we have been here suffering through the oppression, suffering through all of these things for 400 years. Now, let me tell you something. You know, the, 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 the Protestant and the Catholics and, the, and, the, and, the, and, and, and white America, they know these scriptures. They know these words. They know the word of God. They, they have studied this, and they've looked at this. And you can wonder why they're out here shooting down black children in the street. You can wonder why they're trying to separate the fathers from the mothers in the black household, why they're doing all these things to try to eliminate uh, black America, why they're, you know, creating uh, GMO products designed to to to, to react upon our DNA, wonder why all of a sudden everybody got diabetes, everybody got blood pressure uh, elements, all of these things that are happening that, to things that are used to target our DNA. You wonder why all of a sudden, you know, all the abortion clinics that's in, that's, you know, in America are, are right there in the, in, the, in the predominantly black neighborhoods. You wonder why they're trying to wipe out our children, they're trying to wipe us out, because they know these scriptures. And it's high time that you stop playing church and that you get in your Bible and learn the scriptures. Learn what thus said the Lord. Because right now, right now, we are completely ignorant of what's going on in the kingdom of God because we studied playing church. We're so busy trying to build church that we are not even thinking about that we are not we are not just we are the church we are the body of Christ not that building that's on the corner not that denomination that you're claiming we are the body of Christ we are the living church we are the we are the extension of God in the earth not those buildings you are the church everywhere you go you are the church all right? So, so I want you to understand that, that we have suffered in this country for 400 years, and now God is getting ready to gather us. As we talked about on last Saturday, on, on the last Sabbath day, we talked about, you know, from the book of Nehemiah, that God was gathering his people, that he was gathering us from everywhere that we had been scattered. 
and he's bringing us back together as the 12 tribes of Israel. Now, before before those things can take place in the book of Revelation, it says that God is going to gather his people. God is going to gather a number that couldn't be numbered. He's going to gather us from everywhere that we've been scattered. So, so you got to get out of your, you got to get out of that so-called church mindset and realize that you are the church. Understand what I'm saying? You are the, the extension of Christ. You are the Christ in earth. You are the body of Christ. You are the church. All right. This is the whole truth, nothing but the truth radio broadcast, and we're coming to you live from from Atlanta, Georgia, and my co-host is coming to you from Detroit. Uh, my sister, please tell me uh, what's going on in Detroit right now. As you see, we've just had a, 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 a group of shootings down here that they're trying to uh, solve right now. Some young teenagers, some young men were were gunned down in uh, in the parking lot of one of the convenience uh, uh, stores and clubs and stuff like that. And so we, we've been having a lot of shootings that's been going on down here. What's going on in Detroit right now? Well, the biggest, most important thing is this ruling of uh, Roe v. Wade and the overturning of um, legalized abortion. And, you know, it gets me, Pastor Dan, because I think about how much money they make off of black bodies, period. So you've got the billions of dollars from the abortions, not to mention the selling of uh, fetal tissue to all of the hospitals and to the clinics. This is how neonatal doctors get their training off of uh, body parts and babies. Well, they, 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 didn't, they didn't like me at all because from the beginning when they started when they started uh, Roe versus Wade, I was against it then because it, it denies the, the the citizens' rights. Okay, the 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 problem that I have with that is that from the moment of conception, okay, that that that's a living being. Okay, and and every citizen in America has the right. Okay, to to make their own decision. Okay, they try to say, well, that's a woman's right to, uh, you know, to to uh, you know to control her body, but it's not her right to control that child's body because that child, from conception, becomes a living human being, and so you're violating his constitutional right, his or her constitutional right to life. So, so, so I knew that uh, I knew, you know, in my in my letter letters and my and the articles that I wrote in the newspapers and things of that sort that Roe was going to be uh, it was going to be overturned. Go ahead, my sister. Yeah, it's um, it's a very horrible thing. So, we have been raped and molested from the time of slavery, both our men, women, and children. Okay. And with all the artificial intelligence we have today, nobody's going to pick up those assaulters. Then I think about Elaine Riddick and all of the women in the South, including of which my mother was one, uh, and, and North Carolina and the mass sterilization that took place. And Dr. Marion Sims of South Carolina, the alcoholic, brutal rapist, that uh, is held to be the father of a gy- uh, modern gynecology, yeah, him. 
So I think about all of the horrible things that uh, people have done to us, how much money, like I said, they will continue to make. And I want to ask you all to do something, young ladies out there, uh, because they are hypersexualizing us. What's hypersexualization? Uh, chemically distorting the genes of a person through food, through air, through music, through what we wear, television programming. So they're doing all of these things. Everybody's hyped up and making babies like rabbits. Do you know what they're going to do with those babies? They need a new slave class, you guys. So they're going to take your babies, the babies that you all are having now, and they're going to study them. They're not going to ask your permission. You know why? Because many of you probably have child protective uh, service cases in the first place. And we know what they're doing down there in the south versus what they're doing in the north. So you come up here in the north and you're talking about taking somebody's kids, you're liable to get hurt real bad. But we see too many cases in the south where they're taking you guys' children. The children are ending up dead. You go to the hospital with your baby because your baby is sick, and there the hospital staff is calling uh, protective services, and then the child is taken away, and all the other children are taken away, and they're ending up dead. See, I just say, if my child, you come take my child, and my child don't return to me whole and healthy like he or she left me, I think everybody should be held responsible. What about you guys? I'm going to be quiet, Pastor Gann. I'm getting emotional. Well, well, what we have to do is what I've been telling you for the longest is we have to go back to the old ways. You know, we have to learn how to how to use natural foods to, to uh, promote natural healing within our family. We didn't go to the hospital every time we got sick. We went to grandmama. And grandmama would go in there and she would put something on the stove or she would make something or she would give us some, you know, collard wall and she would do something that would create natural healing. And that's what we're going to have to go back to. All right, this is the whole Truth, Nothing But the Truth radio broadcast. We, we, are, we got to stop killing each other. We got to stop. We, we got to start in the home. Most of the... Most of the uh, most of the incidents that happen uh, to our children, they, they happen in the home. The stuff starts in the home, okay? So today we're going to go into the book of Ezekiel, uh, the 22nd chapter, and uh, I need you all to go there because I need you to read these scriptures with us as we go through each and every scripture. And we're going to dissect these scriptures today to show you exactly what's happening in our home today. All right, y'all, this is the whole truth, nothing but the truth radio broadcast. And, yep, once again, we're coming to you with nothing. And, 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 the, and, and the, you, you can't depend on uh, the, the government uh, or the schools or anybody else to raise your children. You are responsible for raising your children. You are responsible for putting the word of God in them. You are responsible for opening your Bible and spending time with your children. How many of you out there today sit down with your children and cut those TVs off and sit down and read the word of God 
with your children. That's how I raised my children. We had we had church every day in our home. Every day we had some we had church in our home. We had prayer in our home. Before we walked out of that door, we all joined hands in a circle and we prayed before they got on the school bus. Look, it's time for you to take charge of your family. And that starts at the home. All right, this is the whole truth, nothing but the truth radio broadcast. And we got to get into the scripture because we're going to dissect these scriptures today. So we're going to be pressed for time. Uh, my sister, can you please, can you read from us the, uh, the 7th to the 12th verse of the book of uh, Ezekiel? Yes. Um, Pastor Gant, yes. is it possible, can we add two more? Ezekiel huh? 22, 5, because you brought up some um, excellent points, but you were talking about how people viewed us like last week. Well, you talk about in this scripture is actually bringing that up. Go ahead. Okay, Ezekiel twenty-two five. It says the lands nearby and those far away from you will mock you. You whose name is unclean and filled with turmoil. Look at what we as a black society is going through, and indeed people do mock us and make fun of us. Mm-hmm. Uh, Ezekiel twenty-two six. Look. Each of the chieftains of Israel amongst you uses his authority to shed blood. Pastor Gant been talking about all of these folks mm-hmm. that are supposed to be in a position of leadership. Um, Ezekiel 22.7, within you, they treat their father and their mother with contempt. They defraud the foreign residents, and they mistreat the fatherless child and the widow. 22.8. My holy places you despise, and my Sabbath you profane. Okay. Uh, Nine, within you are slanderous intent on shedding blood. Within you they eat sacrifices on the mountains, and they carry on obscene conduct in your midst. Ten, within you they dishonor their father's bed and they violate the woman unclean in her menstruation. Mm-hmm. Um, 22.11, within you, one man acts detestably with his neighbor's wife. Another defiles his own daughter-in-law and with obscene conduct, and others violate his sister, the daughter of his own father. Mm-hmm. 12, within you, they take a bribe. You lend on interest for a profit, and you extort money from your neighbors. Yes, you have entirely forgotten me, declared the Sovereign Lord Jehovah. Okay. All right. And, and so now we're going to take these scriptures one by one. Okay. And, and, and verse 5 says, those near and those far from you will mock you. And as you know, and they're going to mark you as infamous and uh, and 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 full of turmoil. What we're seeing happening today, you know, is happening live and in living color right there on your TV screen, right there on. We we spend more time on the internet now. We spend more time on our phones and on our laptops than we do uh, watching television. And the things that we're watching, the things that we're seeing, 
is them, uh, you know, downplaying, downplaying us, downplaying the family, downplaying Black America. Uh, you know, what do you think about what do you think about that? You you were mentioning that. So, what do you think about how they how they portray Black America before the world? Well, it is deplorable. They are mark, mocking us. And when I think about black women, we are the first women on this planet. All life comes through us. Yet not only do they physically dog us and berate us, but they mm-hmm. make us out to be whores and sluts and tramps. And 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 if you watch if you watch the if you watch the commercials now, you watch the commercials on television now. You're gonna see a a a a black man, and he's not married to a black woman. He's married to a white woman. That's what they're displaying on the television. And then when they whenever they portray a black woman, they, she's there with a white man. And and so what they're trying to preach to us right now, they want our women, but they don't want us but they don't want us. They don't want us to be joined together with our women. They want us to, you know, those black men that are successful, most of them marry white women. What do you think about that? You know, because I have Caucasian people in my family, you know, at once I was blind to a lot of things. Go ahead. I want to tell you something. A black man does not belong with a white woman. A black man belongs with a black woman because it's a watering down of the race. And if you all looked at it from a scientific point of view, they use our melanin with everything. And if you can wipe wipe out the blackness, which y'all will never be able to do, mm-hmm. you're never going to be able to get rid of us. This is what they're doing so they don't have to look at us. So you get a white man, a black man, you put him with a white woman or a woman of another uh, origin, and so you have babies that are not dark and chocolate and beautiful like we are. So it's an illusion, you guys. Stop doing – I'm not going to tell you don't love who you love. What I'm saying to you is that you're purposely putting out – you're you genocizing your, your own people. And well, children, your, I'm sorry. Well, well, let me let me add something. You know, when when I started this uh, campaign, the Stop the Violence campaign with the Southern Christian Leadership Conference, you know, I went in fasting and prayed, and I asked the Lord. I asked Him. I said, God, why do they hate us so much? Why, why, you know, why is there so much white supremacy? Why is it so? What what? Why are they against us so much? And the Holy Spirit ministered to me and let me know that, look, you know, their fear is that we can breed them out, but they cannot breed us out. Meaning that meaning that a black man with a white woman, guess what? Black baby. Okay. A white man with a black woman, guess what? Black baby. Why? Because our DNA is so strong, our DNA is so powerful that they fear that we can breed them out, but they can't breed us out. They've tried it. They tried to do that, and it didn't. And it didn't work. They tried to do that in Central America, in Brazil. They tried to do that in other countries, and it did not work. 
and it did not work. Okay, so 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 what we're seeing today is we're seeing that they're trying to eliminate us by all means necessary. You know, when we talk about the project, okay, when we talk about the projects, okay, that was actually that was actually a forty year project that that was that was that the government put on to try to to try to eliminate the black family because they figured that if if they if they instituted the project for 40 years that it would eliminate that it would eliminate uh that it would eliminate us as a nation of people that it would break us up that they removed the father from the the uh from the head of the household and 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 that left the that left the black woman as the head of the household. Okay, so let's talk about single mothers. But please, can you read the seventh verse um, of uh, Ezekiel 22, and then we want to talk about our single females and uh, and uh, fatherhood and motherhood. Go ahead. Okay, I'm sorry. I'll skip that. Ezekiel 22. Uh-huh, verse 7. Okay. Okay. And it goes on to say, we're going to read from the international version. If you they have treated father and mother with contempt, and you they have oppressed the foreigner and mistreated the fatherless and the widows. Okay. Okay, so who are we talking about? When we're talking about when we're talking about the father and the mother, okay, they deliberately they deliberately set up programs, you know, uh for as for as the food stamps, for as the uh uh section eight, for as the uh, uh Medicaid, the Medicare, all of those things that are supposed to be for every citizen. Now look let me tell y'all something, Black America. This was not; those programs were not created for you and I. No, those programs were created for White America after the Great Depression. They made those things so that they could help out their people. Okay, it wasn't designed to help you out. Let me tell you something. There's more white people on on welfare than it is black people that's on welfare. But now what you're going to see whenever they're talking about these things, what you're going to see on TV, they're going to display a black family or a single black mother, okay? But the, the truth of the matter is, is just as many of them that's on these special benefits than us, all right? Okay, so 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 we've been targeted. We've been targeted, and you see it right here in the Bible where it says that they're trying to oppress the strangers, okay? Okay, when you're talking about, when you're talking about a stranger, you're talking about, you're talking about somebody that, 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 uh, that's, that's, that's unknown to you, okay? They never intended for us to have these benefits, okay? They intended those benefits for themselves, and that's why you see them uh, complaining so much and, and fighting so much, you know, and they're really targeting the black woman. They really are targeting the black woman. All right. <clears throat> it says that it says that they have oppressed the strangers. And in you, 
they have mistreated the fatherless. And when we're talking about the fatherless, we're talking about our children. We're talking about our children that don't have a father. If you remove the father from the head of the household, you, you, you're, forcing, you're forcing that child to come up, come up without a father present. And there's a big difference when there's not a father in the house. All right, I'm going to let you get on that. You know, it is little girls and little black boys grow up to be insecure if there's not a good father in the household. Um, you know, part of us being free, which Pastor Gant is trying to lead us to that doorway, all we have to do is open it, is to be able to acknowledge where you've come from and the things that you've been through in order for you to see how your enemy oppresses you still and how we feed into this. We know that we've been hurt, especially in the South, uh, all over, but I'm, I'm especially in the South because you guys go through something and it's a little bit different, the brutality that we experience up here in the North. Um, we know that your rights are being taken away. All of our rights are being taken away. But especially when it comes to Roe versus, you don't need a father in a home. You don't need to know who your baby daddy is. And you don't need to know that you're sick because you're vitamin and mineral deficient because your hormones are imbalanced. And we're going to let you have these babies, and these babies are going to turn out retarded, some of them. Some of them are going to be severely ill and you're not going to be able to take care of them. So we're going to have you, have you just leave them right there in the hospital after we take your amniotic fluid and sell it off for $2,500 a shot. The people who have uh, chronic pain issues, yeah, we're going to induce you to have your baby at a specific time. And well, then you leave well, your baby in Well, hold on now. I mean, while you're talking about that, what? how do you feel about about the uh, the the women that are listening to the broadcast, they're going to say that, well, that's my body. I have the right to my body. And, and if I don't want to have the baby, then I shouldn't have to have the baby. Then what I say to you is this. There are plenty of uh, forms of, com- of, 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 what do you say? Uh, contraceptives. Contraceptives that are out there. There are pills that you can take. There are shots that you can take. Uh, there's, you know, condoms. There's all kind of things that you can use. There's a there's a birth control uh, pill that they have out there that you can take. There's whole lot, and uh, the the best thing you can do is abstain for sex without marriage. What I mean, that's that's the fundamental of the word of God is that you ain't got no business laying down with nobody unless you married to them, unless you all are in a contractual state of marriage. And, and I don't agree with uh, I don't agree with this American system of of, uh, of marriage because I consider myself to be a Hebrew. I consider myself to be a child of the Most High God. So I I go by the laws of God and and what God says about marriage. So 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 I think it's it's on your responsibility to not go out there and get pregnant. Okay. Hey, so, I'm a man. I'm a man. No, we can't do that. Now listen. Come on now. Uh, we be a hypersexualized, okay? That's the first thing you need to know. And yes, it is your your right 
They could have done this a lot differently, but if you all don't see this for what it is, then shame on us. So they need, again, a new slave class. Be aware of that. The children are not going to last that long. Why? Because they're sick throughout gestation. This is how you get gene mutations and things like this, people being born with all of these diseases that are debilitating and transforming. Um, so anyway, <laughs> Okay, wow. okay. Well, let's let's look at let's 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 look at the Mexicans. Okay, okay. They're not rushing out there to the abortion clinics. Let's look at the uh, let's look at the Orientals. The the uh, uh, most of the Orientals that are here, uh, whether you know whatever nationality they come from, you don't see them rushing to the abortion clinics. Why America? Why are our females rushing to the abortion clinics? Well, it's, they do have abortions, first of all, you guys, but it's it's, it's uh, promoted to us. See, they did they make trillions of dollars a day off of the stem cells and the tissues again of aborted fetuses. Remember how many uh, institutions and colleges you got all around the country or within your state. In order for neonatal doctors to get their practice, they have to take babies, babies that are born from the time of conception up until eight months and crush their skulls and and cut your baby up and sell the body parts because that's exactly what they're doing. That's exactly what they're doing. And you all are not being judged. Just understand you've got one person to answer to for the taking of a life, and that is God Almighty. Because oftentimes you find when you have an abortion, you don't the shit don't fit well with you. Sorry, it doesn't fit well with you. You never forget it. It's on your mind. Your mm-hmm. body never forgets it. So we're dealing with people who are taking away our rights. Yet they're turning around and they're they're breeding us. Meetx. Uh, I don't know if you guys know. Look up the real Meetx. I love this woman. She is more kindly. She's more, our attitudes are like when it comes to black power, loving your black people, realizing mm-hmm. what they're doing wrong. But she said something. She said that a baby wasn't, um, basically it wasn't uh, infant life until it actually comes out of the womb. This is her feeling about these things, you know. And it kind of hurt me because you can feel a baby from the moment of conception. No, literally, you can't. And many of you all know exactly what I'm talking about because you've had that pleasure. You've been with somebody that you love. You guys came together as one. And the minute, the second that that man let go, Mm -hmm. you felt that baby attach itself. That right there cannot be disputed under any, any way. So what do you do, okay? Instead of talking about what the problem is, you have to close your legs. Okay. You're going to have to close your legs. You're going to have to say, no, we cannot have sex. And it's not even about being married, because if you married and you're poor, you're still not going to be able to take care of a baby. So the thing of it is, is for us to get ahead of, pre, be preemptive in what these people are doing. We're going to have to stop eating the meat. Check this out. When you keep eating meat that have hormones in it, that hormones, those hormones are taken into your body. That's one of the ways that we're being hypersexualized. Stop thinking that it matters. 
that you get with this guy because he has a fast car and he no if he's not doing anything for you still gonna be you're gonna be pregnant and broke without <laughs> any type of spirituality you're not gonna have nothing trust me when I tell you this okay so let let's 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 quickly go to the uh, let's quickly go to the uh, eighth verse where it says um, you have despised my holy things. God, God is telling us that all the things that are holy we despise. I mean, when you look at when you look at the book of Acts, and you look at the church in the book of Acts, as opposed to what we have and we call church today, we don't we don't take any homage to the holy things of God. We we're we're not doing anything about the book of Deuteronomy, the book of you know the the books of the Bible that tells us how to keep those things holy that are holy. We don't look at any of the holy days of God because they've been replaced with the holy days of men, with the days that men say holy, with what the Catholic Church said that was holy, with what with what the Protestant Church came in and said that was holy, and we are far away from what the Word of God says is holy. Okay, the eighth verse reads, You have despised my holy things and profaned my Sabbath day. People get mad at me because I keep telling them, okay, you're worshiping on Sunday. Okay, I don't care. You can worship on Sunday. You can worship on Monday. You can worship on Tuesday. You can worship on Wednesday, Thursday, Friday. You can have church every day of the week. Matter of fact, the church should church doors should be open every day of the week. But the Sabbath day is the Sabbath day. It is the seventh day. That is the day that God from creation took and made holy. On that day God rests. He made he he solidified that day. So who gives you the right because of the Roman Catholic Church, because of the Roman day was the first day of the week, how, how are you going to allow them to change your your perspective? Most people don't even know why they go to church on Sunday. They don't even know why they're doing it. It's it just that's how they grew up. That's how it was when they grew up. That's how it was when they came up, and that's what they do. And they're not even questioning the Word of God. The Word of God says that the seventh day, and so I don't care what calendar you go by, well, that's the Hebrew calendar, uh, this and that, the other. Okay, we should be going by the Hebrew Bible if we call ourselves children of the Most High God. So so where did this, where did this uh, Sunday worshiping thing come from? My sister. <laughs> I think we've been, pre- well, not I think, I know we've been uh, brainwashed and pre-programmed. Just think about it. They have beat our ancestors, cut their tongues out, burned their eyes out, cut their fingers off, toes off, and yeah. they have killed and, white and people. You know, you know, every time they hung us, they had to mess with our genitals. And right, I, and, I, and everything else. And <laughs> all for the purpose of saying uh, it's illegal for blacks to read, right? Now, check, check this out, you guys. So they did all of this stuff to us, and then all of a sudden, they take and they push a book in front of us, and they tell us to believe it and read it and practice it. And then here come the pastors who get 501c3 nonprofit organizations. But the communities keep going down, which makes you think, well, who are the, 
who are the people that spying for the U.S. government? That would be the pastors, the people in the churches. Who else know what's going on in our communities other than them? But yet here it is. We're still falling. Our children, our young girls, women and men are still coming up uh, missing, right? Okay. And so and they're let, telling us to believe all of this stuff. Let me throw this in there while you're talking about that. The, the fifth verse that you that you added back in there, it says it says those near and those far from you will will mark you and as infamous and full of trauma. Then it says then it says, look, the princes, meaning the government uh, of Israel, each one has used his power to shed blood in you. Okay, they, you know, they came up with these governmental programs and these programs that are, that are not building up our communities but are destroying our communities. Like here in Atlanta, the majority of our politicians, guess what? They are black. But instead of our communities increasing and growing and coming up, our, our communities are going down. Matter of fact, white people are moving back into our communities, and now we're seeing a whole chain where we're being pushed out, they're moving back in. Go ahead. I didn't mean to interrupt you, but I just wanted to add that real quickly. Oh, this is exciting, Pastor Gant. So mm-hmm. gentrification, that's what you guys are going through. When the scripture talks about um, them shedding blood within us, mm-hmm. that would be destroying, listen, y'all, the black woman, we are Mother Nature herself. Our womb is the center of the universe. Amen. And when you destroy that which God has created, the black womb, you you take out stars. Imagine just blotting out stars in the universe. That's exactly what's happening. And so anyway, I was saying that we've been pre-programmed. So they've done all of this stuff to our ancestors and pushed the book in front of us and told us to read it and to believe it. And we've been um, programmed by the churches as well. And listen, let me tell you all something, too. Well, y'all got husbands, if y'all husbands are any good, and that man working and coming home and taking care of the family, taking care of those children, you better stop taking yourself to church, prostrating yourself in front of a man, giving that man your money, listening to him, praying to him, and you go back home and treat your husband like he garbage. That man, if you're going to bow down and kneel, in front of anybody, you're going to support somebody, let it be that man that you've entrusted your life to. Let it be that man that should be feeding you spiritually and you feeding him. What is it the 31st chapter of uh, Psalm says? It talks about the capable wife, right? Mm -hmm. Let's get on it because we don't, we're not going to be any good, not only to our children, not only to our husbands and to our community, but to God. Listen to that internal GPS that he gave you. Not that book that they shove it in front of you telling you, be ye transformed like the dang on board. Because that's exactly what they're doing. Well, 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 as far as me and my family, you know, you know, although we we attend church regularly, uh, church started in my home. Well, my, exactly. my children read the Bible. At, they read the Bible in the, at, at our table. Okay, I opened up the Bible. I, you know, read through Genesis, through Revelation. I taught them the Bible. 
Okay, so that when they, so it, you know, whenever they went out to school or whenever they went out to church, that you know, we got to start at home. We got to we got to take accountability for our families at home because this is this is we can't depend on somebody else to teach our children. We can't depend on them to go to school for them to teach our children. We're going to have to take that responsibility on ourselves. Yeah. And it's a book called Tom, Tom Burrell, um, uh, Brainwash, and then it's a book called The Miseducation of a Negro. When a black man is at home and without of the mind, he's teaching his children what God says because you got to pick through it, obviously, you guys. Because I don't know about y'all, but my God didn't tell me to be a good slave and let somebody beat me and take and rape my family, and I'm supposed to be a good slave. Good slave, my hiney. That's not the type of God that I serve, and I certainly wasn't born to be poor and destitute. If you're poor, you're destitute, then you can't pick your people up. You can't provide for yourself, for your neighborhood. For those that are feeding you spiritually, like Pastor Dan. Mm-hmm. Can you read? Can you read verse nine and ten? You back through that? Hold on one second. Um, okay. Can you give well, me this scripture one more time, Ezekiel? Ezekiel twenty-two, verse nine and ten. I'm I'm in my Bible. I got my old-fashioned Bible. Yeah, I ain't had an old fashioned one. I'm toggling back and forth on the um On the yeah. Um, yeah. Okay, here we go, you guys. And I didn't get ten. Okay, I'll just read nine for now. It says and these are men that carry tails and shed blood. Innocent blood as the targum, such mm, such who go out from house to house as peddlers do with their wares and spices, as the world signifies, hence Syriac version. Is that what that is, Syriac? And no, I'm, I'm, I'm reading verse 9. It says, okay, and it says, And you are men who slander to cause bloodshed, and you are those who eat on the mountain." In your midst, they commit lewdness. And then verse 10 says, In you, men uncover their father's nakedness. Okay, and, and, and through by the power of the Internet and through by the, the, the things that are happening today, most of the attacks that are happening within our families, they're coming from within inside our families. Uh, uncovering the nakedness of their fathers, you know, children against the fathers, children against the mothers. Okay, we're we're like having a war zone in our own houses where our children are seeking to go out and do what they want to do. So they're not looking at the fathers as 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 leaders. They're looking at us as like we we we're a joke or something. And uh, and and we're gonna have to take back control of our household. This is what I'm telling you as black Americans today. You're going to have to stand together. And I know, I know uh, a lot of things have happened. The father may not be inside your household, but you need to include him in the lives of those children. We need to work together 
uh, the mother with the father, and if that's if you can work with the father, you know, uh, we got to keep them. We got to keep them inside the lives of our children. We got to work together as one. We got to be. We got to be one people in order to in order to turn these things around. Okay, can you read your version again? Uh, 20, Ezekiel twenty two uh, nine and ten. Okay. Okay, my moment. Yeah, I don't know what I was reading. Okay. Mm-hmm. It says, within you are slanderous intents on shedding blood. Within you they eat sacrifices on mountains, and uh, they carry on the same conduct in your midst. Okay. And within you they dishonor their father's bed, and they violate a woman unclean in her ministration. Okay. Look at look at what's going on now. Back in the day, back in my grandmother's them day, uh, if a woman came on her menstrual cycle, she was completely separated, and she was completely. I mean, they had a different way of dealing with that. Okay, nowadays it's nonstop. They don't even set aside. They don't even. They don't even stop. They're still having sex on their periods. They're doing all kind of all manner of mess, and 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 and. And and this is and this is how this is how the the system goes now. They don't even they don't even teach their daughters that. You know they give them some tampons and stuff like that, and they send them right on outside the door. But back in the day, a woman didn't go out on her cycle like that. She she was set aside for that. How has that affected? How has that affected the black family today? What what do you see happening? Well, when they talk about being unclean in your administration, you know, I think both physically and mentally, if you guys would, because it's a purging and a cleansing of toxins out of our body, out of our minds, so to speak. What are you listening to? What are you reading? What are you taking in? Who are you around? What conversations are you having? So if we continue... If we continue to talk a lot, not pay attention, not acknowledge the issues that we have, we're gonna we're gonna continue to be a household full of that's broken. And let me say this: I I love for every parent out there that works so hard, and you bust your bottom to make sure that your children are safe and to raise them properly, so that your sons aren't out there misusing and abusing women so that your little girls know to keep their legs closed until they find that right person, there is nothing that I could ever say that would ever give a full effect of gratefulness to you mothers out there that's doing that. But we do need our fathers in the household. We need them to come back. We need you all to protect and take care of your children. That's right here that you made because you're running off, but what you don't realize you're not around your own people, it's going to come a time where you're going to be pushed out and cast aside by that very person that you have left your family for. Self-preservation is the first law of nature, you guys. Doesn't that start within ourselves, preserving ourselves? Well, well, we have to go back to the Bible. Okay, right here in the Word of God, it gives the woman instructions on how to conduct herself on her menstrual, menstrual cycle. Okay, we've gotten away from that. How, okay, you say you're a child of God. You say you 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 know you worship in the Most High God. 
and you, you claim all of these things, and you go into church every Sunday, you're doing all these things, but you're not even keeping the commandments of God. You, you, you're trying to say that, oh, well, that's the old-fashioned days. No, that's not the old-fashioned days. This is the Word of God. This is what God, you don't, you don't know more about your body than God knows about your body, Okay. This is the instructions from God. But we are too busy out here playing church that we don't even realize that, that they are breaking the commandments of God, okay? And, and, and all of these things that are happening, they're happening with inside of our household because we don't know what to teach our children because we have been deceived so much. We have been, we have, we have been led astray by, by white America and their system of doing things, of course, they didn't care nothing about the slave coming on their menstrual cycle. They meant for them to go to work anyway. They didn't care about them bleeding. They they wanted them out there working every day. So they never so they never respected the word of God in our lives. And now that has that has played into American culture, and and we have accepted these things in American culture, and we don't even know why. Why we're doing what we're doing? Why we're buying tampons? Why we're come going to work every, you know, on our cycle? You know, why why are they doing that? They don't even know. They haven't even been educated. They don't even know the scriptures that are in the Bible that talks about how a woman should carry herself. You know, they don't know anything about you know the importance of virginity. They don't know any of those things because they haven't been taught that in the Word of God. And this is the whole truth, nothing but the truth. We're going to tell you what thus says the Lord. All right. All right. Let me go down to the, um, to the 11th verse. And the 11th verse says, one commits abominations because, because, okay, we know that as we're talking about the Sabbath day, we know they're not keeping the Sabbath day. They're not doing any of the things that God commanded us, us to do because they are so, they are so busy doing what what they've been programmed to do, what they've been programmed to do by by American culture, by European culture. Let me say that uh, by you know being led by the Catholic Church, by the Protestant Church, they've taken on their doctrines, and most Black Americans don't even know where those doctrines come from. Okay, we're down to our last to our last ninety seconds, so okay, we're going to have to. Uh, we're going to have to conclude this and continue at another time. Let me finish this verse. It says, one commit abominations with his neighbor's wife, okay? And we think that's cool. We think that's all right, okay? And then it says, another lewdly defiles his daughter-in-law, okay? We are, we are just mixing up everything. We're just mixing up everything. And it's time for us to get back in the Word of God and to walk in the Word of God. All right, y'all, this is the whole truth, nothing but the truth radio broadcast. We were kind of rushing through the scriptures today. But I pray that you, that you go into the book of, uh, of Ezekiel. I pray that you read the Word of God, that you understand the Word of God. And uh, do you have any information you want to put out? Because I know they're talking about uh, that was almost like 22 shootings uh, in Detroit and uh, so many deaths that took place, and that was about the same amount down here in Atlanta. And I'm telling you all today, we got to stop killing each other. Go ahead, my sister. Do you have any end statements? Yes, I do. Um, I just want to say that, you know, 
Yes, we're being programmed to murder one another, if you all didn't know that. Okay. What we put into our body is going to greatly affect our mental health and our spirituality as well. So let's get clean and detox. All right, y'all. This is the Whole Truth, Nothing But the Truth radio broadcast. Pastor Lionel Gant coming to you live from Atlanta, Georgia. And once again, we're coming with nothing but the whole truth. Peace and blessings.